You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hey, welcome to another episode of How to Talk to Girls. I am your host, Trip, and today's episode is sponsored by the Flex Belt, which is a medical grade electronic muscle stimulation device. Say that 10 times fast. And it's designed for toning, firming, tightening, and strengthening strengthening the abdominal and oblique muscles. And the oblique muscles, those are your sexy side muscles that women find irresistible. I'm telling you, it's true. So this machine, it's a belt. It's called a flex belt. It literally wraps around your waist and it flexes your muscles for you. It stimulates your muscles so you end up getting these awesome rock hard abs that women are really, really attracted to. Now I will warn you, with a device like this, it's not all about using this device and then you know doing no other exercise. I really highly encourage you to do exercise along with it. Don't eat just a bunch of crap and potato chips and ice cream. Work out, eat healthy, and if you do, the Flex Belt will work wonders for you. This thing is cleared by the FDA and super easy to use, and you get your money back if you don't like it. They do a, I think like a 60-day money-back guarantee. You just send it right back, get your money back if it doesn't work for you. Again, super easy to use, wrap it around your abs, and let it do all the work for you. Go ahead, check that out at flexbelt.com slash trip. Again, that's flexbelt.com slash trip with two Ps, and you'll get 25% off of your Flex Belt. All right, go check that out. Now, we have a very, very awesome interview today with Miss Ellen Smoke from ellensmoke.com. And what she's going to do is she's going to give you tips and some techniques on how to get over rejection, on how to get over a breakup. She is just amazing with working with men and women, helping them process their feelings and their emotions so they don't feel so crappy all the time if they go through a breakup and they don't feel so crappy when they get rejected by a girl. So she's going to give you some real awesome secret tips that's going to help you when you're having a bad day and when you're trying to meet more girls and do it with a real positive attitude. So that's coming up here in just a second, Ellen Smoke from ellensmoke.com. I also want to let you know that if you want to get really, really good with girls really fast, I suggest you check out my free gift. It's tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. And on this gift, you are going to receive a full breakdown on video of one of my students doing an approach and approaching two girls and getting numbers. And I'm going to tell you everything he's doing right, everything he's doing wrong, so you can go out and know exactly what to do when you see a beautiful girl walking down the street. It's going to help you immensely with conversation. So go check it out, tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. And if you have a question that you want answered on the podcast, call 323-432-0025, sorry, 323-432-0025, and get your questions answered. It's our hotline. I will answer all of your questions regarding dating, sex, relationships, attractions, socializing, 
anything to do with that, you got a question on it, we'll promote you right here on the podcast and get your question answered. So check it out. All right, without further ado, one of my favorite interviews so far. So excited to introduce you to Miss Ellen Smoke. Hey, Ellen, how you doing today? Hey, Trip, I'm good. I'm so good. How I'm, are you? I'm doing really good. And I'll tell you the reason why is for those of you who are listening, and well, of course you don't know this, but Ellen and I are actually friends. You know, we met through the industry because she's a dating coach as well, as I've already told you. But we're friends. We get on the phone. We riff all the time. We talk about relationships. We talk about breakups. We talk about everything. And I don't know why it's taken me so long to be like, oh, we got to get Ellen on this show so we can discuss and, and get some of your best tips. So thank you for being here. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm really excited to be here. And we are more than just friends. We are really, really good friends. You're one of my best. We're practically I lovers. adore you. We, we practically are. We are, um, we are, we are long-lost long lovers who were never really lovers. Um, but we love each other that much. So, um, I do adore you and I'm so happy that you started this podcast. I'm hearing through the virtual grapevine that it's doing fantastic and that your listeners are amazing and that they love you. And, um, so I'm happy to be here. Well, absolutely. They're, they're great guys and and they just want to learn some, some powerful stuff. They love learning the techniques and the, and the how-tos, and that's why I brought you on today because we're going to be talking about something a little bit different than I've talked, uh, talked to with some other guests. And I want to go into this idea of, of happiness and how to stay happy and how to stay positive through the really hard times of meeting and, and trying to date you know, hot girls. And some of those hard times are what? They're breakups. It's like getting over your ex. It's, it's you know, being able to get over rejection because rejection can really sting. I remember years ago when I was first learning this stuff that rejection was really hard. You, you know, the, guys are sensitive. We're sensitive guys. And, and, and we, we, uh, we're a little bit fragile at times. And it's hard for us to get over the rejection because we, all, we just all want to be loved. So let's talk, about, let's talk about rejection. Let's talk about staying happy. Let's talk about getting over you know, a bad breakup. And, and hear you know, some of your tips in terms of how to deal with it. You know, I've talked a little bit about how to deal with rejection. But I think this is going to be really cool coming from you. And also coming from the fact that you're a woman and you can kind of explain your side of things. Okay. Yeah, this is such a valuable topic, and I think it's, a, it's extra valuable for women, and I, I do have majority of women that follow me and read my stuff and, and come to me and buy my products, but half of my private clients are men. So, guys, I'm so used to working with you. I'm so used to talking with you intimately about your, about your personal lives, about your emotional selves, um, all that stuff that you typically don't talk about with people. So the first thing I want to say is there is absolutely no shame in feeling down in the dumps around being rejected, rejected, getting over a breakup, getting over a divorce. Um, I think this society has something, obviously, you guys, many of you were told not to cry when you were little. It's not manly. And, and so you grow up and have, having to um, really kind of hide all of these more sappy emotions, right? Um, because that's just not manly. Well, I just want to take all of that 
societal stuff and literally throw it out the window. Because the studies show, and you can read about this on websites like Psychology Today, the studies show that it actually takes men longer to get over breakups and divorces than it does women. Wow. And really? It, right? It, 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 they take longer. Now, I have, I have written a short little course in the past called why it seems like your boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend, or ex-husband is getting over you faster. It might seem like that because you guys are so good about um, putting on your A-game and putting your best foot forward and going to the gym and going out with more other people. And it may look like you're getting over it faster, but studies show you're not. So if we, if we think for a moment around how men are typically raised, and, and we can talk in this country since we're in the United States. I'm sure there's people listening in other places. But here in the United States, men are, are, are taught in many circumstances not to show their feelings. And on the other hand, it's okay for girls to. It's okay for girls to have the sappy side, for girls to have the emotional side. And so when we're going through breakup, when men and women break up, women tend to be called the crazy ones, the emotional ones, the ones in breakdown, and the guys are just seemingly okay because, like I said, you guys are going to the gym, you're dating other people, you're trying to get over it in ways that don't involve showing your feelings. But at the end of the day, we are both still human. I say this to my clients all the time. We are spiritual beings having, having a human experience, and it is hard being human. And so at the end of the day, we're dealing with the same emotions, we're dealing with the same energy that all of those emotions store in, inside the body. We hear a lot about how stress kills, right? Well, it's it, because the energy that's left over from these emotions is riddling our bodies, it's really important for us to get it out. And because you guys aren't necessarily set up in this world to, for it to be okay for you to call your, call your friends and cry, for, you to, for, it, for it to be okay for you to show up to work, and not totally be on your A-game. That means that a lot of your feelings aren't getting processed. They aren't getting felt necessarily. They aren't getting processed. And so they aren't getting transformed and transmuted and exiting your body and even just your mind and your emotional body and your, your spiritual body in the way that, that oftentimes um, women are able to do. Even if you're looking at your ex-girlfriend going, she is a crazy B-I-T-C-H, because she is, she's acting in a crazy way. Well, the good thing about that is that she's processing her feelings. So emotional freedom, something that we talk about a lot in the transformational community, um, we talk a lot about in the spiritual community, in order to get emotional freedom, the, the very first thing we do is we have to feel our feelings. So the first thing I want to say to anybody listening in who's, who's dealing with rejection, who's dealing with a breakup, who has a heavy heart, number one, there's absolutely no shame in it. You're just as human as any other girl out there who is looking like a basket case after a breakup. And relationships are hard. There's absolutely no shame in it. Um, the second thing is that I really would encourage you to feel your feelings and let them out. So if, this isn't, if, if it's not safe for you, if it's not comfortable for you to do this with uh, the friends that you keep, or the work acquaintances that you keep, find somebody that it is okay with. Um, talk to your sister. Talk to your friend. Um, reach out to a family member. Reach out to a coach. Reach out to a therapist. Find someone that you can process your feelings your feelings through to. Because it's my opinion, since I deal so heavily in the in the emotional um, depths of of one's um, mentality and spirituality. Um, I know what happens when we bury feelings for sometimes 
days, weeks, months, even decades. I've worked with people after after burying their feelings for decades, and there's no such thing as it never coming out at some point. So the smartest thing you can do is process your feelings and get them all out and turn them from something that's disempowering you back into something that can empower you. And there, there are processes, the very deliberately designed, effective process that I take my personal clients through to help them become empowered based on everything that's happened in their past. Because let's be honest, relationships are hard, right? So you're going to get into another relationship and that person's going to trigger you. So it's best that we prepare ourselves before that next relationship comes along where we've dealt with all of these leftover pains, we've dealt with all of these emotions so that shit doesn't hit the fan in our next relationship. Yeah, and I mean, here's the thing what you're saying too is you're saying that inevitably it's going to come out. Inevitably what's going to happen is you're going to you're going to end up it's like you're going to bottle all this stuff up and then it's going to release in some way or another. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. You know, and this reminds me of my ex. So I don't know how much you've told your community about me, but but I wrote a book based on a breakup that I had with my ex-fiance, who I was so in love with. He was so in love with me. We had this very soulful, soulmate connection, very, very rare, very um, intense, um, amazing relationship for a while. And I ended up writing a book called Breakups Are a Bitch, but Getting Over It Doesn't Have to Be as a result of that breakup with him. But he was a perfect example of this. He was one of these laid-back guys, just let everything roll off of his shoulder, and um, definitely was one of those guys that took on the world, too. You know, he, he, would, he just wanted to take care of everyone. He had three brothers. Their mother died when they were little. He wanted to take care of everyone in his life. A couple of his brothers actually worked for him. Um, he was really the caretaker. He took on everyone's problems. So he kind of carried the weight of the world on his shoulders. Well, 95, 99% of the time, he was all right. It, it never seemed to really get to him. But good Lord, when it did get to him, trip, when it when he did have a breakdown, he would he would disappear sometimes for a couple of days because he would get so upset. He would go from zero to 60. He was like that cannon that would go off or that volcano that would erupt. And it, it took him a while. In fact, this was, a, this was part of our um, relationship dynamic and some of the things that we learned from one another, right? We always learn these amazing truths and, and lots of wisdom that we walk away from in relationship. And one of the things he recently told me was that, that it was really valuable for him to learn how to, how to process his emotions, how to, um, how to confront daily um, stuff that seemed to be small, but little things that irritated him about people and be able to process through them on the spot so that he didn't become this volcano. Because being in a relationship with someone like that, it's, it's really painful when that happens. It's really painful to be the person that the volcano erupts on. Right. And then it's like what you're doing is you're bottling up so much stuff is that it's going to explode where if you can process your emotions and process your feelings a little bit every day or even just every week you just sit down you give yourself some time to be like all right I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna feel what I'm feeling right now I'm not gonna hold it back then once you process and you deal with those emotions it won't blow up I mean that that's the biggest takeaway I'm getting from what you're saying right now and that's I mean that's a great 
tip right there because, I mean, that's something that I'm going to use, you know. I don't really think about it that way. I've been working on a lot of meditation lately. I've been talking about that a lot of my YouTube videos and my podcast just because I've been getting really into it. And I feel like that's kind of sort of similar, but not really. I almost feel like there should be a separate part of the day or part of the week where you just sit down and you say like, hey, what am I feeling? Like, am I feeling really sad right now? Am I feeling really happy right now? You know, is there any anything depressing me? And just feel it. And if you start to feel like you're going to cry or it start, it's going to start to get emotional, that you don't hold back and you kind of just let it happen. It's like, it's like try to process the emotions with yourself first, it, you know, if you can. You know, even before you talk to a friend, even before you go to a coach or a therapist, it's like see if you can do it on your own and just see how much you can deal with it because then you can just release that tension, right? Yeah, and um, I, I'm a big meditator. I mean, you know me. I just got back from a two-week-long um, retreat. I basically went and, and 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 hung out with the monks for two weeks. So I'm really into all the Wait, that's, that's crazy. I, I want to hear about that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> Yeah, I will. I definitely will. It was a real spiritual experience for me. It was a real, it was a lot of emotional processing. A lot of stuff came up for me. Um, I am, uh, if you can't tell already, have a, there's a real spiritual undertone to a lot of my work. And, and this isn't a religious thing. It's just whatever you believe in. You could believe in the sun and the moon. You could believe in Mother Nature. You could believe in whatever God you want to believe in. But at the end of the day, it's good to believe in something. Because when things are in breakdown in your life, um, sometimes it feels, sometimes it can feel like it's all you got. Um, and one of my favorite mantras that I use all the time is trust the process. So that would be one I'd want to, I'd want to pass on to your listeners as well is trust the process. Everything is okay. The universe is on my side. Keep the faith. Trust the process. Um, and going back to what you said a moment ago, trip around feel, allowing yourself to feel the feeling. And I would encourage anyone listening in that whatever feeling is coming up for them to allow themselves to feel it. Um, the, the, the second part of emotional freedom, you know, the first part is that we have to feel our feelings. The second part is that you are not your feelings. And I, I can't, I can't stress this enough to people. You are not your feelings. That means you're not depressed. That means you're not lonely. That means you're not sad. That means you're not worthless. If you feel like, if you feel worthless or not good enough sometimes, it means that, um, you're not down in the dumps, or whatever it is that we label ourselves. So, have you heard of the rice experiment, Trip? The rice experiment? No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great experiment. You can look it up on YouTube and actually see it, it's been the experiment's been redone and redone. There's a doctor named Doctor Emoto. He's a Japanese doctor, and he wanted to prove the effect that our words have on children. So, he put. Um, basically wanting to prove that what we're, how we're speaking to our children is having a negative physiological effect on their body. So he took three jars of rice, three mason jars or three, three glass jars, and filled them up with rice and filled, then put water on top of them, and he sealed them up tight. And on one of the jars he wrote, you're beautiful, I love you. On another jar he wrote, I hate you. And on another jar he just left it blank. And he put them on his dining room table and every day for 30 days throughout the day, he went in and he spoke to the rice and the jar in the, I hate you rice. He would yell at it and tell it how worthless it was and how much of a loser it was and all this negative stuff. And then the glass jar with the, I love you on it. 
he would whisper sweet nothings into the jar's ear and tell it how beautiful it was. I love you, and I'm so glad you're here, and you're wonderful. And then the jar that was left blank, he just didn't say anything to it all. He just completely ignored it, like it wasn't there. And after 30 days, you can see this on YouTube, after 30 days, the, glass, the, the rice in the I hate you jar was completely black. It had co- turned completely black. The rice in the jar that was ignored was not just black, but it was green and it was molded over. And the rice in the I love you jar was even whiter and more beautiful than it was in the very beginning. Shut up. Really? That's totally cr- true. That is crazy. So what, what do you think, what's the reason behind that? How did that so, all go down? So what, what they're proving, and, and, and there's probably people listening in who have, who have heard of the, the positive psychology movement. A lot of my work is steeped in positive psychology, too. A lot of this more woo-woo stuff, a lot of this more um, positive psychology stuff when it, where it comes to the thoughts in our head, the words that we're speaking to ourselves and to others, um, practicing gratitude, a lot of the things that are written, I mean, gosh, they go back to biblical um, verses and, and different um, verses in the Quran and, and the, the wisdom teachings of the world. The scientists today, they've been doing this for a while now in the medical community, is, are now testing these things to see if they're really physically doing something in your world or in your body. So in this case, this doctor proved that if, if the jars were mostly water, and since we're mostly water, that the way that we're speaking to our children is having a negative effect on their health. The same goes for ourselves. So here's something I want everybody to walk away with and just a little little test you can do. Here's everybody's homework assignment, little fun little homework assignment. I want you to, for the next 24, 48 hours, I want you to catch yourself every time you say something negative to yourself. Little things that you might say underneath your breath, like, oh, my gosh, I'm such an idiot. That was one of mine for a while. Ugh, such an idiot. Or I'm, I'm so forgetful. Or um, uh, that girl, uh, that know, girl's going to reject me. That girl's never going to like me. You know, exactly. Yeah. All the little things that you're saying to yourself throughout the day. So because this is super, super, super important. You want to be the healthiest you can mentally. You want to be the healthiest you can physically. You want to be the healthiest you can emotionally. You want to be the healthiest you can spiritually. That means that we got to start. We have to stop putting ourselves down all the time. And going back to the emotional freedom piece, when we are going through hard times, when we are when we are experiencing feelings that don't necessarily serve us, things that we don't want. And when I say serve you, I mean not what you would choose, right? It's not serving you in a, in a feel-good way, then be careful how often you call yourself sad. Because the thing is, you're not sad. You're not an idiot. You're not a, a dumbass or whatever you're calling yourself. You're just feeling like that. So change your language to, I feel really sad right now. And just let yourself feel sad. And magically, you will, you will think it's almost magically, if you, if you do this and really practice this, it'll feel like that feeling is actually magically disappearing. So you're like saying, because I, I'm not, it's not, I'm, I'm sad right now, I'm depressed right now, I'm stupid, I'm an idiot, I suck, I'm ugly. It's, I feel stupid right now, I feel sad right now, I'm feeling those things right now. Is that what you're saying? 
I'm, yeah, it's just, I feel sad. I feel bad. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. So that's step two, right? So we have step one, which is we have to feel the feeling. Step two, which is you aren't your feeling. And also keeping in mind that every, you know, doing a little, doing a little survey, a little self-talk survey with yourself. See how many times you're putting yourself down every day. Because you want to be the jar in the I love you, the rice in the I love you jar. You don't want to be the rice in the I hate you jar. So be not be very mindful of how you're speaking to yourself. And then the third would be allow yourself to feel, you know, I'm feeling sad. Just let yourself feel sad. Let yourself feel sad for a couple minutes and then have something that you can do and say to yourself to counter. I'm all about having a, a counter feeling. So when, we, when, we, when we're feeling like we're going down that emotional rabbit hole, we're starting to feel sorry for ourselves, that pity party, starting to feel like a dumbass or an idiot or that girl's never going to like me or why didn't she like me or why'd she dump me or whatever it is, allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to disassociate from it a bit by saying, I feel this way, not, not I am this way. And give yourself a few minutes to throw yourself that pity party to feel the feeling. And then really get your ass up and go do something that makes you feel good. Whether it's walk around the block, um, sometimes it's just have a snack. I'm not saying raid the refrigerator and eat every little Debbie in sight, but have a little snack. That's nourishment. Do something that's going to nourish you. Nourishment is one of your most important jobs in life. Do something that nourishes you. Turn on some music. Dance. Call a friend. Um, watch a good movie. Go for a walk. Go outside and hit a soccer ball around, especially do the things that, that you love to do. I bet every single person listening in has something that they love, love, love to do, and they never do it anymore. I did this for years. I grew up riding horses. They were the love of my life. I could sleep in a stall. I loved them so much. And I went probably 10 or 12 years without riding horses. And then one day I realized, wait a second, that's the thing I love to do the most. Why am I not doing that anymore? So that would be the third, that would be the third and final thing to do is, is counter your downtime, allow yourself that down emotion and encounter it with something that feels really good and also something that you can say to yourself that's more empowering. Like, everything is okay. The universe is on my side. Or I'm a freaking badass. You know, I'm hot, I'm handsome and, and women love me. So have something positive, going back to positive psychology, have something positive and reassuring and validating that you can say to yourself to then lift yourself emotionally back up through your, through your mind. Going back to what you're talking about, meditation, we meditate so we can turn our brains off because our brains make us crazy. Your brain is going to want to always think about something. So keep that in mind. If you, if you do find that you are kind of stuck in that negative self-talking stuff throughout the day, then it's even more important for you to be saying really positive stuff to yourself throughout the day because it's more than likely, as long as you're alive, until we bury you, your brain is going to want to think about something. So feed it some really good stuff. Yeah, is you that know, helpful, it, Trip? Is it, this helpful? Yeah, it's super. It reminds me of something I say, you know, to, to the listeners here, which is, you know, the only thing getting in the way of you is you. And... And it's, uh, it's, it's really being reaffirmed here right now because we're talking about that, you know, those thoughts and, and your brain and the things that are stopping you from going. And it's like you can really, 
you know, I know it sounds kind of cheesy and all that, and I always call myself out when I say cheesy stuff, but, you know, you can do anything you want. I mean, we really, in America at least, you can do whatever you want. And, you know, for the most part, nothing's really holding you back. You can talk to any girls you want. You can start a business if you want to. You can move wherever you, you know, want to move to. You can really, there are a lot of freedoms here. And yet we still don't take advantage of that because we're getting in the way of ourselves. We're not processing the emotions that you're talking about. We're not taking the time to say all these positive affirmations. And that's the thing too, what I'm taking away from this and stuff that I've learned is that the, the beliefs and the thoughts in your head are more powerful than anything else in the entire world. There is nothing more powerful and it's kind of scary almost how powerful they are because the things that you think about and the things that you say to yourself have the largest impact on your life right if you're going to say a bunch of shitty things to yourself you're going to feel shitty and that's going to affect every little part of your life and if you do the opposite what ellen is saying here and you start saying some good things and you start going back to the things that you used to love to do or just doing the things that you do love to do and feeding yourself a lot of positive energy, saying good things to yourself, processing all your emotions, and then that's going to be the powerful stuff that's going to hit you, and then you're going to feel amazing, and then you're going to be able to take over the world. You're going to be able to do anything you really want to do. I mean, it's hard to really explain in words just how much this stuff can affect you, and if you just listen to everything that Ellen said so far, I mean, you can really change your life. You can do a whole 180 and think so differently, which will help you get over the rejection, which will help you get over any kind of breakups or, or get over any bad relationships in your life. I mean, it all starts here. This is great. What else you got for us? Uh, okay, what else do you want? This is so, so fun. You know, I'm just imagining that there are hundreds of people listening in and we're just all in this big, gigantic room and having a good time and talking about this stuff. Um, maybe we'll have to do that trip. Just get everybody together because getting some feedback on this stuff and getting getting people to actually go through some processes to go from disempowered in love to more empowered, not just in love but in life. I mean, let's what we're talking about here and what you just what you just said and what I heard you say is this is everything in life that we're talking about, and that's really what I'm mostly doing for people trips. You know, I work with people as, as a love coach, dating coach, a relationship coach, whatever you want to call me. But the, the stuff that I'm doing is, is pretty deep, one, um, and it's pretty profound to your entire life. So sometimes I joke that it's kind of the prerequisite to going out and dating. Like, we need to get ourselves in check a little bit more. Let's, let's become the most empowered, um, positive, strong, um, just real badasses that we can. And then you talk about how to talk to girls and how to get girls on this podcast. Imagine how many more girls you're going to get and how much more attractive you will be when you're operating from a place of deep, devoted um, power. That's what we want to see in a man. And that's ultimately what I'm working with, um, the men that I coach with how I'm working with them. I'm working with the women in that same manner so that hopefully they can find each other. I've had a, have a couple engagements that have happened recently, which are super exciting. 
um, with people that I've coached. And I want to give, I've just been thinking, what would be some really cool gifts that I could give your audience? Can I give away some stuff? Is that okay? Please, yes. What do you got? So I don't know how you want to do this. Um, should I have people email me? Um, so here's what, here's give... what we'll do. Just, uh, just say okay. what it is and say the URL. And then what I'm going to do, okay. if you're listening, I want you to go to the description of the podcast. Okay? Go to the description of the podcast. And we'll put the URL for you. And we'll also give you an option to email Ellen as well. And I'm going to put that in the description, which is it's really easy. Ellen at ellensmoke.com. That's S-M-O-A-K, Ellen at ellensmoke.com. But, yeah, tell us about your free gift and tell us um, where they can find it. Okay, good, good. Well, um, let's see what would be easiest here. You know, they can always go check out ellensmoke.com. Um, E-L-L-E-N-S-M-O-A-K. Right now, there is a free giveaway right now, free coaching, audio coaching giveaway that's up because my book went number one on Amazon recently. Woohoo! Yay! Woohoo! And um, if you go over and buy the book for $3.99, $3.99 on Amazon, you come back over to the page and you can get like $200 worth of audio coaching. Now, I will tell the guys listening in, this book was written for younger girls, but for like high school and 20-something girls college and 20-something, it's pretty darn funny, but it is written for girls. I've had a lot of guys read it. You know, you could still take the same information and it applies to you, but I will just want to give everybody a heads up. Um, most everything that I've created since in my audio courses, my downloadable courses, um, is for men and women. So um, I will give, what I really want to get everybody to listen to is one of my favorites, the one that I get the most response from. It's called The Top the 10 biggest mistakes that lead to the most amount of breakups. And literally, guys, if you can get these things down, you will have so much more peace, love, and happiness in your relationship. Um, you will become the happiest couple you know. And we, we all know those couples that we look at and go, what is it? What do they got? I want to, be, I want, I want to have what they have. Well, they've probably learned how not to make these mistakes. So I definitely want to give that away. Um, I'll make sure that that that, that link is um, in the uh, in the podcast, like you were saying a minute ago. And then if anybody, if this is really speaking to anyone, and they want to do, you know, talk to me about any of the process that I've that I've uh, referred to, I'm happy to um, jump on the phone and give consult and tell you what that's all about. You just got to send me an email to do that. Perfect. And make sure you tell me that trip sent you. Yes, sent, uh, tell her that I sent you. Go to Ellen at ellensmoke.com and let's just, uh, or I'm sorry, email Ellen at ellensmoke.com. Go to ellensmoke.com and really quickly, just so they really understand how to, because that, that 10 biggest mistakes thing, I mean, I want to read that. Jesus, that sounds awesome. Um, so how, how, do they, how do they get that? Cause they, so they can know how to you know, prevent the breakups when they finally are in a really solid relationship. So they get the Kindle book first for three ninety nine, and then that's one of the bonuses in there. Or how do you get that? It it is one of the bonuses actually. Um, that's one of the bonuses for getting the Kindle book. Um, I can also, if they just want to email me, I can send it to them as well. Um, I actually don't have that on its own URL, although I could put that together for you. Um, All right, well, guys, if you're listening right now, just spend the three ninety nine. It's freaking four dollars. You're gonna get a bunch of stuff. You know, Ellen's a busy woman. Instead, spend the money, get the books, get the stuff. It's it's going to be even more rewarding for you that you've uh, 
you've traded nice value there. Um, but yeah, but if you're still interested in coaching, email her as well. Any last words? You know, there's here? another one that they would love. There's another one out of this goodie bag. I'm just thinking what, what's in this goodie bag for them. There's one called How to Ditch Doubt and Build Self Confidence. How to Ditch Doubt and Be the Most Confident Person You Know. Something like that. That's a really good one. Ooh, also that's comes really in good. Sense. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. We talk a lot about confidence too on the podcast and things like that. And guys have a lot of trouble with that. So, yep, that's another good one. What else? Um, I have an interview with John Gray. Everybody's heard of Men Are From Mars. John Gray is a friend of mine and endorses some of my work. So I've interviewed him a couple times. They're going to get a interview that I call Date Smart. And it was done, an interview that I did last year, in the same uh, interview series that you were in, Trip. Very um, nice, from that, yeah. That telesummit, yep. And um, actually, if they want to email me and get our interview, I'm happy to give them our interview as well. Might as well. Perfect. Email me and I'll just give you a couple things that I think are, are um, applicable for you. Yeah, and if you want to email her and hit on her and use some fun pickup lines, you can do that also. <laughs> if, you, if you ask her out on a date via email, she's going to give you another bonus, but I don't think it's uh, so PG-13 to say here on the podcast. Am I right? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Ellen, thank you so much for doing this and being here. I just, I knew right away that this was going to be an amazing interview and just hearing some of the, the stuff that you've been working on for so many years. And it really is great. And it's, it's really, it, I mean, when I do these interviews, you know, I get taught stuff, you know, it's like, I just learned so much today. I want to start doing, you know, a lot more of this emotional processing because, I mean, I don't have it all figured out. I mean, it takes years and years and years and years to really master your emotions and conquer all those demons in your head and the things that are giving you all that negativity and things like that. So, I mean, that's something I totally took away from it. So thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Uh, any last words you got, say them now. Otherwise, I can't wait to do another interview with you sometime in the near future. Oh, I can't wait either. This was fabulous. I think that you are so handsome and hot and fun and wise and wonderful. And here's what I think we should do. Since all of your listeners are going to take the next couple of days and do a self-talk assessment, I think that the two of us should do that and hold each other accountable, be accountability buddies. And everybody who's listening in, if you can find an accountability buddy, who you're around a lot, who can listen to you and say, oh, you just said something negative about yourself and kind of call you out, that would be better. So, so Tripp, since we're not um, around each other physically a lot, even though you were always on my mind, why don't you call me in two days and tell me all of the things that you came up with? Deal. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to call you on Sunday. Sunday is kind of more of my, my more relaxing day. I'm going to call you Sunday, like afternoon or late morning, which would be late afternoon for you because you're all the way in Charlotte. No, Charlotte, where are you? Charleston. Charleston. God, same thing. Anyway, I'm going to call you on oh, Sunday. Oh, out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you on Sunday and I'm, no, we're really going to do this like for real. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do some processing this weekend. I'm going to see what comes up and you're going to give me a little coaching session. And I want to hear it from you too. I want to hear what's going on in your head. So we'll, we'll do it together. Awesome. And so everybody who's listening to this, are there is there a comment section on the podcast? No, it kind of sucks. The only thing that they have is a place to review the podcast. So if you go to iTunes and then there's ratings and reviews, uh, you can say it's basically a comment, but it only allows one per person. So 
Okay. Well, gosh, I'd love to read some comments. If you all, if you've had some aha moments or if over the next couple of days you come up with that thing that you say to yourself too much. And um, I can't wait. To, I just, I love to read comments, you guys. I know it's an extra step, but please go do it. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure Tripp would love to read them too. Absolutely. Yeah. Write a little review. Tell us what you thought. And uh, if you have anything to say to Ellen, a little thank you, a little question, I'll make sure because I read the reviews every single day that I'll make sure that she gets to read it. So yeah, write that out. And Ellen, thank you so much again. And I'm going to talk to you on Sunday. All right, my dear. Goodbye, everyone. Good luck to you out there on the dating scene. I'm sure you're going to be great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.